This is another episode of No More Secrets with your host, Minga. And um, I am sharing my story, my book with you. And uh, the reason I'm sharing my story with you, um, because hopefully this will encourage you to share your story, to help someone else. Do not keep your story hidden. Um, do not think there's a lot of people with this story and there's a lot of people that need help. Okay. So we want to shine a light on abuse and abusers on things that, um, families like to sweep under the rug. We're not sweeping anything under the rug. We want to come clean and we want to tell the truth. Okay. So that's why we named this no more secrets. Um, Because this is not a secret. It should have never, ever been a secret. Um, I thank you for joining me. I hope that you had a chance to listen to episode one and two of No More Secrets. If you haven't, I ask that you just pause this right here and go over to number one and two so you can... Uh, keep up with the story and understand, okay, everything um, that I'm talking about and what's going on. Um, I believe in part two, I left off by letting you know um, I actually told you how my uh, mother found out and what happened. And um, I did let you know that this wind up happening to my brother as well and he did give me full permission to tell his story um to help others okay so that's what we're doing um so let's continue with um my life and we're gonna and some things i'm just gonna put out here some things that i am going to share with you my family don't even know Okay, so this is just a part of um, how I grew up, and this will help you understand the rest of the craziness that um, happened in my life. Okay, okay, so this is part, this is episode three of the series No More Secrets. And um, so, like I said in the first and second episode, that I was molested from the age of five until I was 14, 15 years old. Um, that's when my uh, grandfather, I was molested by my grandfather, and that's when it had uh, stopped around those ages, okay? And it taught me that my grandfather, he... The older you got, the more he did not want you, okay? Um, If you had pubic hair, anything like that, he did not like that because my grandfather had a thing for children very young, okay? So, because like I said, when he started molesting me, I was five. Um, So... It, it continued, it continued to happen. This was like, uh, a everyday situation, every day, every other day situation. Um, 
even times where my grandmother was in the hospital and things like that, this was a thing that happened. You already knew. If she wasn't in the house or one part of the house or preaching on a pulpit or whatever, my grandfather, this, that's when he took his opportunities to um, molest me. Um, and you already knew how it was going to be. Uh, he would put the pornos on and call you in the room and he already had his penis out, um, already was naked or whatever. And he wanted you to be fully naked as well. Um, I'm sorry. You may hear the fire department. Um, I live in the city, so you'll hear some bells and some whistles. I do apologize for that, but we just going to keep going. Okay. Um, so as time went on, I think when I was around 10 years old, I, I believe I left off on part two. Um, but when I was around 10 years old, I start doing this thing. I don't know if any, uh, some of you probably know about it and some of you probably don't. I started doing cutting. Okay. And cutting usually happens with teenagers, um, where they start cutting themselves and what what that does is it's like a symbolic type of thing like if you're going through any type of pain or anything you cut yourself and that numbs the emotional pain um so it, it got to the point when i used to wear um long sleeves a lot now let me let me back up a little bit I wore long sleeves too for different reasons. Uh, and I'm gonna back up a little bit. When I was born, I was born blind, deaf, and paralyzed, right? And, um, still to this day, now God healed me. I can see, I can hear, I can talk, uh, things like that. But I, I was born that way, right? Um, I have another podcast, I think, that's talking about that. And it, it's not No More Secrets. Um, just I think it's called this has to be said I think it's that podcast I, that's the podcast where I'm going in okay <laughs> but um, I was born blind deaf and paralyzed and dumb and then for those of you who don't know what dumb is I couldn't talk um, so basically I used to wear long sleeves right um, and this is going to sound weird to some of you. A bone did not really uh, start growing in my arm until I was born. Okay. Until I got older. But the bone that's in the arm does not stretch all the way out. Like just, you know, it's not like um, maybe someone else who was born without that. Um, not only that. It's, uh, it's some limitations where I can't still to this day. I can't raise my arm over top of my head so a lot of times but nobody knows this is the thing nobody knows unless I show you or unless I tell you God is amazing 
So I, I've even took care of children. I've probably, I've probably raised around eight children. Okay. Um, with this issue and everything. But like I said, nobody knows. And most people don't know because I wear denim jackets all the time and I wear long sleeves. Okay. So, um, and the reason I wear long sleeves because I don't know, ever since I was a kid, it was noticeable. And I think when I was a kid, um, you know, other kids would talk about it, you know, and get teased for it, stuff like that. Because if you see it, then it's noticeable. It's like, oh, what would happen? You know, that type of thing. Right. So I just I don't know. It's just in my head still as an adult to wear long sleeves. But I used to wear um, now. Now and I may pull my sleeves up a little more. You still don't know. But, you know, um, when I was around 10 and 11 and 12 and all that, and I start cutting my stuff, I still have one of the scars where my hand was cut. And um, I started wearing long sleeves, even in the summer. And this is something that my grandmother did not know or uh, my family. I was wearing long sleeves because I was cutting myself and I had a lot of scars on my arms and some of them were freshly cut and I used to use razors and they were like freshly cut and stuff like that so nobody asked me any questions I mean it wasn't like oh Minga is hot while you have long sleeves on nobody asked me any questions because I was like uh, a overweight kid so most people thought I probably was wearing a bigger shirt or something anyway because I was big so um but yeah so I, that's, that's how we get away with that. And I think, what age was I? I think around, oh man, was I in junior high? I think I was. Um, yes, I had this, uh, I think it was in seventh, seventh grade, seventh to eighth grade. Cause I was cutting myself like for a while, ever since I was 10 years old. And, um, now let me tell you this. I always loved, I still do. I always loved my grandmother, but I never loved being in the house because the stuff that went on, my, my grandfather, I tell you, he was, he was just a, I don't even have a word. He was evil, and he, the stuff that he would make you do, he was so disgusting. He was so disgusting, like stuff that he would make you do sexually to him, um, stuff that he would do to you. Uh, I don't know. It's like uh, he treated you, you know, like you were just less than a person. Um it was it was just some you know just some things that's really graphic too that I just rather not say at this time, but he was really really a disgusting person, and the way he was it was just you know it was just horrible those the stuff that he would do and um and you you know so the thing is.
I, um, I think, I can't remember. I think I was in seventh, sixth or seventh grade. It had to be one of those. I had a gym teacher. He was also the health teacher and, um, Italian guy. He used to always eat those good Italian sandwiches. <laughs> and he loved, he loved pastrami and, uh, um, crazy. Uh, that's the thing that stands out to me most, right? So one day I used to have, um, the razors in my bag, like my pocketbook, because I always carried a pocketbook to school, a little, little bag, a little purse. I know some of y'all say purse. When I say pocketbook, some of y'all are like, well, who, who she is? Grandmom or something? Listen. <laughs> when I was a kid, that's, that's, that's how they told us. That's what they told us it was. So, um, I always had one, you know, and I would wear it across my body. Y'all wear it cross body bags. That's, that's what you say it is. So, um, I would wear it, you know, across my body or whatever. And I would sneak in the bathroom, you know, uh, well, I would ask, could I go to the bathroom? But I would go to the bathroom to do that or, um, you know, to, to do sneak and do that. How did he know? I don't even, I can't even tell you. I did not pull them out in class. It was like a secret. It was something that I did to relieve um, pain. And when I was a kid, it was a lot of it. A lot of it. Like, like I said, I always loved my grandmother, but I hated being in the house. I hated being in the house um, just because the horrible things that was going on, you know. So, and you knew, you just knew when you was going to get back home, you already know, you know. And so um, I would do it in the bathroom by myself. I, I wouldn't have, it would be nobody in the bathroom. And whatever, this particular day, I don't know how he knew, but he came, I went in the bathroom and I'm in there. And at this point, I went in my bed. I think, you know, I did what I, I cut myself, but I'm looking in the mirror, you know, fixing my hair afterwards and everything. And he comes running in the bathroom. I'll never forget this. I'll never forget this. He comes running in the bathroom and I'm like, what are you doing? You know, with what, what are you doing? You know, and I'm the only one in the bathroom. He said, give me, give me your, give me your purse. And I said, no, give you my purse for what? He said, give me your purse. I said, for what? And he was like, you think nobody don't know what you're doing. I'm going to call your parents. Because why are you doing this? Give me your purse. And I'm like, <laughs> so at the time I'm thinking like, he's crazy, you know? When I tell you this man wrestled me for this purse, and he was this big guy too. He was a gym teacher. He was my gym teacher. And he said, give me your purse now. He grabs, he snatches it off. 
And I think he breaks the uh, strap. He's looking through the purse. He gets the razors out. And he was like, how long you been doing this? I said, doing what? He said, you know what? Don't worry about it. I'm going to the office. You're going straight to the office. And I said, <laughs> and I thought he was crazy. He was like, no, you're, you're going straight to the office. We're going to get the counselor to go in there and we're going to call your parents. Now, I don't know if he ever called my grandparents because they never said anything to me. So I don't know if he ever called. He probably didn't because my grandmother, they would have called her and she would have said something to me. So he probably didn't. But he was like, we're going to call because what are you doing this for? And so he asked me, was there anything going on at home that he should know about? And I said, no. And he kept saying that I was lying. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, no, what are you talking about? He sent me straight to the office. They had the counselor in the office. And I had to talk to them, and they asked me, like, is everything all right at home? Is it, you know, something you need to talk about? You know, just all kind of stuff. That was the first time I was court. And I was so afraid that they were going to call my grandmother, but apparently they, they didn't or whatever the case may be. And because she never said anything. So I kept doing it. I just I just didn't do it in school anymore. You know, fear of getting court. But, yeah, I, just, I kept doing it. And I think around 15, or maybe 15, 14, crazy. I just thought about this. When the molestation stopped, that's when I stopped doing it. Wow. This is, this is like some therapy for me, guys. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't even think about that. Like, yeah, as soon as... It's me being molested. Stop. That's when I stopped doing it. I didn't do it anymore or or had any desire to do it. Crazy. But I remember that. And I, you know, but this the thing, even though the molestation stopped, because like at the end of the day, he started doing it to my brother. But even though that stopped. You still did not want to live in the house with him. When I say he was an evil dude, like, you could, I, I don't even know if you could get any more. You, you probably can. I don't know. But he was an evil guy. And what I didn't understand is how he would always be trying to quote the Bible. Like, he used to talk about Christmas trees, right? And um, some people bring up Christmas trees, and they would talk about, oh, it's a sin in the Bible. And, and let me just put this this out here for some of y'all that say that uh and i think you're reading in the old testament you're talking about jeremiah i believe it's not talking about christmas trees there was no christmas trees it was talking about it was actually people and some people still do it to this day new age religion sometimes practice this stuff they will carve out birds different things and, and pray to these things like they're God. And they were used to trees. So all of y'all that's running around telling people, oh, it's a sin. Don't put a Christmas tree in your... Listen, if you don't want a Christmas tree, just say you don't want one. 
that's fine. Nobody, none of us cares. But don't tell people that, okay? That's, you sound ridiculous. Okay, so, you know, read the whole Bible. Just don't read what you want to read and then start running around. Now you want to go running around preaching to everybody, telling somebody, and you you got the wrong information. So, and you're teaching other people wrong. So stop doing that. But my grandfather used to be one of those people that do that. But what I didn't understand with him was, how are you running around quoting the Bible and talking about Christmas trees and all this kind of stuff, but you molesting kids? <laughs> I mean, that's what, you know, you know what I'm saying? I used to think that, like, what you're doing is is demonic. How How in the world? Now, let's get into the Bible when it comes to that. Because it is some scriptures that we can talk about. But the thing is, how in the world are you running around talking about Christmas trees and you talking about people shouldn't be doing this and doing that, but you 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 molesting your own grandkids every chance you get. Okay? I mean... You done exploded so many times. We we actually could have used what you what was coming out of you for for wallpaper. So how in the world? I I didn't I never understood how he was so quick to quote the Bible. And it's like how are you talking about the Bible, but you you raping your own grandkids. You raping kids. Period. Every chance you get. Wow. That's that just seems a bit a little hypocritical, but you know I used to think that. And then when as as I got older, teenager, I was the one with the mouth. I would say it. I'm and, and I'm gonna tell y'all this last thing on this episode, and then next episode, the Lord's willing, we will get into my brother. But I mean, one time me and him got into it. At this time, I had to be, I wasn't living in my grandparents' house. Um, I was, like I said, I was a teenager. When I was a teenager, I was on my own when I got a certain age. And I moved into my own place, okay? So I think we was in the van this time. I had to be around 18 at the time. And 17 or 18, one of those, 17 or 18. But he was taking me, you know, uh, we was going to some store right there on uh, Fifth and Alany. So we on Fifth and Alany, going to the plaza, if y'all know anything about Fifth and Alany. So he says, we get into something. I don't know why we got into it. I don't know what happened, but it was a lot of tension, okay? So we get into um, something. And I start just, uh, I, I don't know, he made me angry. He was saying something. He kept talking all oh, this crazy stuff, right? So I said, oh, for real? I remember saying that. And I said, oh, well, how about if we start telling your secrets? How about if we start telling stuff that you have done? 
This is why I'm saying if anybody says that they don't know, that's not true. Because I, we had this argument right there on Fifth and Island. My mother, my birth mother was in the car. We was arguing on Fifth and Island. And I said, how about if we start talking about the stuff that you've done? And he got mad. And he was like, you know, telling me he was a preacher and this, that. And I said, what, a preacher? What? Now you're a preacher. <laughs> you know? What type, what kind of preacher are you? You know? And so, I'm not going to lie. I, I'm, I'm taunting him because that, it, it just made me angry to hear him say he's a preacher, right? And he's going on, oh, I'm a preacher. You're a preacher. Let's say, what kind of preacher are you? The type that like to touch kids? And so when I start saying that, so he tells me to get out the car. He says, get out, get out my car, get out my car. I said, okay. I said, and then once I get out your car, I'm screaming in the street. <laughs> and then the, some of the family that's in the car, I think it's my grandmother, my, my birth mom. I can't remember who else, but they were like, no, no, don't do this. Don't do this. No, don't do this. This is, you know, and going on and on. And honey, I was outside. I said, I'm going to scream it out in the street. Everybody going to know what you do. I said, and so I'm telling him, you know, please, you know, and I'm saying to him, please don't play with me, sir. Please don't. Because we will tell everybody what type of preacher you are. And so, um, I'll never forget, my grandfather never apologized for nothing he does, but he didn't want nobody to know what he was doing. So he's like, listen, he tells me later, he waits the later, like much later, because he must have thought about it. And he says, um, you know what? He tells me that, He's a preacher and everything. He don't want no problems and this. And I said, and I don't know. That conversation went on like that. And that was the end of that conversation. But the, I remember that day. That was right there on Fifth and Island. And that was a crazy, crazy day. And I think that day I was I was so prepared. But if I would have did it that day, it would have been out of anger. It wouldn't have been out of helping anybody. It would just been out of anger. And that's what I try to tell you all. Do not tell your story out of anger. You want to forgive these people. Because some people will carry what they've done to you to their grave. And that's what my grandfather did. He never apologized for what he did to us. He never apologized for all the abuse all the hurt, all the pain that he caused. And not just for being molested, the emotional abuse, the verbal abuse, the physical abuse. You know, we suffered all of that. The sexual abuse, we suffered all of that. You know, and that has affected a lot of us and that's why I get on here and I tell no more secrets. And I hope this encourages you to tell your story and not just sit down and don't say anything because this affects people. Um, 
this affected me even in in my adult life. I had to talk to somebody and, and work things out. Like, you know, what you do to your children, what you expose your children to, it means a lot. Don't take chances when it comes to your kids. Don't take chances. I don't care who a person is. I don't care who they say they are. I don't care if they say their name is prophet, apostle, or, or whoever. If the Lord ain't speaking to you, ain't telling you nothing, don't leave your baby with nobody. No. You can't, you can't trust people. You know? People say, oh, well, you know, it's, we didn't have that back in the day. Well, yes, you did. It was just quiet back in the day. Nowadays, it's more open. And believe it or not, a lot of people accept this type of stuff. Believe it or not, it's a lot of sick people out here. And because the sin of the world is so great, you know, the morals of people have, oh, wow. People are not even, uh, people are not even thinking about morals and standards and those things anymore. Not like they used to. So you want to, you want to keep putting this story out because you got to expose these people. One thing about these abusers, they don't like to be exposed. They want to be hidden. And that's why I say pray about what church you go to, especially in these organizations. A lot of these organizations got a lot of pedophiles, all kinds of people walking around, and and nobody wants to say anything. Everybody is afraid to say, this is what happened to me. I was afraid to say it, but not no more. I'm not afraid to tell people because people need to know. I love y'all. Accept Christ while you still can. We already at 29 minutes. I want you to listen to this whole thing. You have a good night. God bless.